This is Generation Justice, a multiracial project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Elijah Cage. And I'm Sunandita Santanam. We want to remind you that this program broadcasts from the rightful lands of the Tiwa people. There is so much happening in our community, and we can't wait to share with you. Tonight, we are joined by Paula Terero, Reiki master and member of the Sacred Spring Reiki Collective to tell us about what Reiki is and their upcoming third annual Reiki Day of Healing, Healing Mother Earth. Miguel Williams from Net Medical has a conversation with us about their mobile medical clinic and lab and Net Medical's subsidiary, Immunity Science. For vaccine equity this evening, GJ's community liaison, Lily Lucal tells us about her experience as a medical student. We'd also like to highlight some wonderful events that are happening this week in our community calendar. Our first song of the night is My New Mexico by local musician Felix Gato Peralta. Miguel Williams is the Director of Operations and Technical Support at Net Medical. Net Medical is a telemedicine company that works to advance the health of the communities they serve through collaboration, innovation, and care through technological advancement. Miguel has a conversation with us about the benefits of the mobile medical clinic and lab, Net Medical's immunity science, and wellness and health. Here's Brad Lewis speaking with Miguel Williams. This is Brad Lewis with Generation Justice, and I am speaking with Miguel Williams, Director of Operations and Technical Support at Net Medical. Welcome to Generation Justice. Thanks for having me. Please tell us more about yourself. I'm the Director of Operations at Net Medical. Uh, I enjoy gaming. I enjoy uh, hanging out with friends, going out listening to music. Uh, me and my wife actually just turned 40, so we had a nice little party over at the press club celebrating. Um, yeah, I just, I like, you know, helping people out and taking care of people. Great, that's awesome. Can you tell us more about Net Medical and your mission? Uh, Net Medical has been around for several decades, uh, all here in New Mexico. We've specialized in telemedicine. We originally started doing like dental x-rays and that pivoted us into doing x-rays all across the country. We ran a doctor's group that would read up to 1,000 to 2,000 x-rays a day from all across the country. And we had over 45 radiologists on staff um, that eventually pivoted to, you know, we started doing neurology and neurosurgery around the state. And then when the pandemic happened, uh, we decided to open up a laboratory. So we opened up Net Medical Laboratory. Uh, we became, you know, CLIA moderate and we got these bands and we set them up for mobile testing all across the city. We actually had a contract with the state um, so we were over at Milne and Wilson and for a little while, Balloon Fiesta, you know, taking care of the COVID-19 testing, antigen and PCR with our laboratory. Um, but now that COVID-19 testing has mostly started to dry up, we're pivoting to taking these vans and turning them into mobile urgent cares where we can try to take uh, quick care services between seeing your doctor or having to go to an urgent care, um, right to people's doorsteps or right to facilities doorsteps in different communities doorsteps. And we also have a sister company called Immunity Science that we put out immunity protection products 
whether that be supplements and vitamins or, you know, th things to clear your water, to filter your water, um, drops to help you get antioxidants and extra electrolytes into your water. So we kind of do, we kind of do it all. We've, over the years, we've done just about all of it. And this is where we're at now. Wow, that's very fascinating to find out that Net Medical started off with dental care. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's also just uh, considering the fact that they offer so many other resources. Miguel, I would love to hear more about the mobile medical clinic and lab. So what we have is we have the big uh, Ford and Dodge units. Uh, they have generators built onto them, so they actually have electricity. And in the unit, we have an exam chair. Uh, we have a telemedicine monitor where you get to look and talk with the doctor. Uh, we have a otoscope and a stethoscope that the doctor can look and hear over the internet. Um, we actually have a medical grade uh, refrigerator for laboratory testing and work. So that way we have a person in the van that takes your vitals and is the hands-on person, um, but you actually talk over the telemedicine monitor to the doctor and they're able to order any prescriptions or lab work or issue any sort of report that needs to go out for the exam. Awesome. I love the fact that Net Medical makes it feel like you're going to an actual doctor's office or to the hospital when you're coming to them. That's awesome. Please tell us more about Immunity Science. Immunity Science is our sister brand. Um, the way it came to be is, is during the pandemic when we were doing all this COVID testing, we kind of asked ourselves, because we kept seeing you know people come and they're sick and testing positive, what can we do to help these people so they don't have to come and be sick you know, and test positive? What preventative measures can we take to keep from getting sick in the first place. So we opened our immunity science brand. Um, it's immunity supplements, it's vitamins, um, it's a lot of wellness products. We really just wanna you know, put products out there that not only taste really good, uh, but do a good job boosting your immune system. We have an immune defense guard, um, which has zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, it kind of gives your immune system that boost. Um, we also have a tin mushroom supplement. Um, all these are in gummy flavors. Uh, we have an Irish sea moss superfood supplement. And then we have vitamin C and a multivitamin and orange and cherry jelly beans. So not only are they delicious to eat, but it's a way that, you know, without having to worry about taking a pill on a full stomach, you can just kind of get your supplements and vitamins into your day without having to worry about the flavor or, you know, eating out food or taking it at a certain time of the day. We just want to make it really convenient for people to get these wellness products. And the way we look at it is we want immunity science to keep you out of net medical the van. So if we do everything right, we got less people going to the van. It's there if you need it, but our wellness products are there to keep you out of it. And you can find more information for that at immunityscienceinc.com. Thank you, Miguel, for that great information. I'm not going to lie. Those Orange and red jelly beans sound good. And if they uh, improve my immunity, um, that's even a surplus. I'll see if I can get you guys some samples there. They're delicious. All right. Sounds great. Why is it important to get tested at home? And what are some of the benefits of having this mobile medical clinic and lab? So one of our big target audiences that we're looking at is retirement communities and assisted living facilities. A lot of the benefit to be able to just pull up the clinic right in front of the community is a lot of times transportation can take all day long, 
you know, sometimes a resident gets on the shuttle and they're going to everybody's doctor's appointment. So they'll come back seven hours later, as opposed to we could just pull up and give them a half an hour appointment and they're on their way. Another really important value is when you go to a doctor's office and you go to the urgent care and you go to the emergency room, not only are you waiting longer, but there's a question of what you're going to be exposed to while you're there. And not only what you're exposed to while you're there, but what you're going to bring back to your living community. So that goes both ways. It, it's a bigger factor in like retirement communities and assisted living where people are more intertwined. But if you think of like apartment buildings, you know, even just your house, you still, if you can, want to avoid that extra exposure. And also know before you expose other people yourself what, you know, if you have the flu or if you have RSV or if you have COVID. And we give you that availability by pulling up. You can see the doctor. We do the lab work. We do a four-panel multiplex PCR test. Uh, it takes about 16 minutes to run it, so we get you the results that same day. And then just think about if you're going to be waiting anywhere, where's a better place to wait than in your bed? Where can people find more information about Net Medical and the testing and medical resources that you offer? You can find all the information at www.netmedical.com. Um, there you can find all the information on our mobile services that we're rolling out. Uh, right now, the first thing we're rolling out with the bands since we're going into respiratory season is that PCR panel where we want to do visits with people that are presenting with respiratory illness. Um, that way we can make sure that they're not going out to the doctor and spreading it or going out to the doctor and catching something and bringing it back. Um, we can just catch it quick and let the people know what they have the same day. And that's the, that's the big push that we're doing right now as we get into the respiratory season. We're going to see these spikes in the flu and RSV and everything else, you know, in your lungs. Great. Thank you for that information. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Uh, the mobile mobile ban is going to be open for a lot of things. The main thing we're focusing on is the respiratory season, which um, is going to cover a lot of things, but we're also going to be doing strep tests, urinalysis for UTIs, uh, for school athletic programs, we can pull the van up, or we can do physicals for their athletic departments. Um, that way you can just do one event and you get everybody taken care of all at once. And we do employee drug testing too. You know, if you need us to come out, we can come do that as a laboratory. So we offer extensive laboratory services on top of the telemedicine services with our nurse practitioners and PAs. I play sports, so I understand the hassle of going out and trying to get a physical exam. So that takes uh, so much pressure off of the table. I would like to thank you, Miguel Williams, Net Medical, for offering your service. And thank you for offering your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. For Generation Justice, I'm Brad Lewis. Miguel, I'd like to thank you for sharing what Net Medical is and the services that it offers, providing services to help those that really need it and making it easier for those in need to get some sort of help and support. Thank you, Miguel, for speaking with us about Net Medical and the mobile medical clinic and lab so that healthcare and help can be more easily accessible for those who need it. Thank you. Our next song is called Mi Estado Encanto by Cuarenta y Cinco, a New Mexico music group known for its dance music.
desiertos tan bonitas, sus flores y sus montañas de varios... Paula Terero is a Reiki master and educator at Sacred Spring Reiki Collective. The Sacred Spring Reiki Collective is a group of healers and community members who came together to promote the practice and understanding of Reiki and to improve the community's access to Reiki healing. Paola joins us to share with us about her work and relationship with Reiki. Here is Saihen Rubalcaba speaking with Paula Terrero. This is Saihen Rubalcaba with Generation Justice, and I am speaking with Reiki Master Paula Terrero from Sacred Spring Reiki Collective. Paula is a trained in the Usui system of natural healing. Since becoming a Reiki Master in 1993, Paula has worked in the Reiki and energy medicine community as a Reiki educator, practitioner, and advocate. Paula, welcome to Generation Justice. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Tell us more about yourself. Well, I'm from the Dominican Republic, and I had been living in Albuquerque for about 30 years. So I'm feeling a Burkenya now. <laughs> and um, I had been um, community activist, working in the community healing for a number of years. And uh, that's what brought me here today, that we are in the process of organizing this event to share Reiki, which is the practice I do um, with the community. Well, I'm really glad you're here with us. Um, what is the mission of the Sacred Spring Reiki Collective? Basically, to let the community know that this form of healing exists and that is available to people in the community. Um, we offer a clinic every month that is open to the community, and we also teach classes and give information through interviews and through participation in, in community gatherings, and we also organize this event, annual event, that is open to the broader community. The idea is that people know that this healing modality exists and that it's available. We try to keep do it by donation so people can access it because we know that what are called alternative therapies, usually are not covered by insurance, so people cannot afford it. And that's what we try to do, to let it be out there for everybody and to make it accessible. I really appreciate the fact that you try to make it really accessible. As someone that doesn't have uh, insurance, it's really, it's good to know that there are resources out there for myself and for other people in the same situations. Thank you. That's, what, that's, what, that's our purpose, really. As a Reiki master, describe what Reiki is for somebody like me who has never experienced it. Well, as I mentioned, it's healing modality. It's um, energy healing, which means that we believe that Everything in the universe is energy. Even the more solid rock is energy. It's made out of energy. So we, human beings also are made out of energy. And the energy gets, if you want, stuck in the body. When we anger, when we worry, when we are afraid, when we are really disgusted with life, 
um, ungrateful with things that we have. It's like if you can imagine a river flowing freely and beautifully, or, or the acequias here in New Mexico. And then when people start throwing garbage in there, the the float of water gets stuck, right? So that happened with the energy in our bodies. And the fear, the anger, the concerns about things is like those rocks or those garbage garbage that we throw in the river or in the acequias. So when you receive a Reiki treatment, it's like this pure energy from the universe is clearing, clearing and cleansing your energy pathways in your body, which then means that you feel more energy, you feel more happy about life, you can think with more clarity, and you're more present in your life and connected with the source of energy in the universe, whichever you call that source of energy. Um, so that means people feel calmer, people feel cent more centered, people feel more uplifted, um, very relaxed after the Reiki treatment. That's really interesting. I love the analogy that you made with the river. It, it really collected, connected the dots for me. <laughs> Good. Um, please share about the third annual Reiki Day of Healing, Healing Mother Earth. We meet every year. This is the third year, and we have a big space this year on the, at the Partnership for Community Action on, on, on the South Valley. And we have 10 massage tables where we will be receiving the community members that come from Reiki. Um, people will be receiving a 30 minutes Reiki treatment. We'll be there from 1 o'clock to 6 o'clock. People need to call to make their appointments. The ambience is really relaxing and really calming and, and really loving. So I hope that community members feel curiosity and come and try uh, this healing modality. I think they will be happy they, they do. <laughs> Um, could you share the date and uh, maybe where they could reach out to save their spot? The day is uh, November 11, uh, from 1 to 6, and the person to call is Alejandrina, and her number is 360-790-2062, 360-790-2062, and her name is Alejandrina. And we will be at a Partnership for Community Action, 722 Isleta Boulevard Southwest, 87105. Awesome. Is there anything else you would like to add? Just that we are living in times very difficult, very uncertain, uh, not only at the global scene, but, you know, in our communities. So I invite people to take time for themselves, to take care of themselves, and I extend my invitation to try to do it through Reiki because it's a very accessible way to take care of ourselves 
And as you know, when we are happier, when we are calmer, when we are more centered, everything we do reflect that. So we treat each other better. For young people like you, you get along better with your friends, your teachers, your family. And wherever you go, you you work at school, you are a better person. So when we are angry, when we are really upset about things, the way we come out is different. So basically that when we are um, happy, um, our brain is also creating substances that bring more happiness into our bodies. And when we are angry, it's the opposite. So it's by using ways of calming ourselves, by using ways of being more centered and and present in our lives, we are also affecting our physical well-being. So I invite people to come and try Reiki, and I'm sure then they will incorporate it into their lives. Maestra Paula, in this moment in time, what do you hope for a community and the use of Reiki as a healing tool? One of the beauties of Reiki is that not only you can learn and practice on other people, but that you can learn to use it for yourself. And I think that it's very important and, and this time in, in our lives that we have tools that help us just connect with our inner sort of healing and inner source of power. Reiki give, gives us that opportunity. Practitioners, we use our hands to transfer the energy. So if I'm working on you, my hands will be placed in different parts of your body. You don't have to undress, which is very uh, safe for people. So my hands will be placed in different parts of your body, and you may feel you know, energy flowing. You may feel heat coming out of my hands, and that's just the contact with the energy. It's not my personal energy. So when you learn to do it for yourself, it's like really awesome that you have the opportunity to just play your hands on your body and feel that energy calming you, soothing you, helping you to be more present in your life. So it's a wonderful self-help tool for us to use. Thank you, Maestra Paula Terrero, for sharing uh, this space with us today and for creating these accessible spaces for our communities and for being an incredible person that you are. And I hope to learn more about Reiki alongside you. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Um, for Generation Justice, I'm Sejen Rubalcaba. Thank you so much, Maestra Paula, for sharing with us about natural healing practices and for reminding us how important it is that we are taking care of ourselves and our bodies. Maestra Paula, thank you for not only sharing about natural healing practices, but for also making it accessible to those that don't have insurance, being a source of healing for those in need. This next song is by New Mexico artist Eva Torres called Un Dia La Vez, which translates to One Day at a Time.
On this special edition of Vaccine Equity here on Generation Justice, we bring you an interview with our very own community liaison, Lily Lukow. Lily is a nursing student at the University of New Mexico and was recently involved in administering vaccines at a flu shot clinic. She shares with us her experiences and why she got vaccinated. That's right. Here's my co-host, Elijah Cage, speaking with Lily Lukow. Hi, this is Elijah Cage with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with GJ Community Liaison, Lily Lukow. Lily, welcome to Generation Justice. Would you please tell us more about yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, Elijah. Thanks for having me. Um, So I have been with Generation Justice for six years. I've been involved in different ways, first starting out just as a volunteer, becoming a media justice intern, and now I'm the communications liaison. Um, it's been really awesome to be able to be involved with Generation Justice throughout all this time. Um, recently, I started the nursing program at UNM. I'm on love. I'm in level three right now, and so I'm halfway through the program and starting clinicals and really getting involved in more hands-on um, things. So it's been really exciting, and I'm really excited to share more about my experience as a nursing student with you. Well, congratulations on all the work you're doing. We understand you helped administer vaccines at a flu shot clinic recently. Can you share more about that experience with us? Yeah, of course. So I went in and along with some of my peers within the nursing program, we helped administer over 100 vaccines. Um, Really, the layout of it was we basically just had people coming in who worked for UNM and we got to provide those to them. And it was it was a really great experience. I was nervous because I hadn't had a ton of experience with intramuscular injections. So it was really great practice for me and it really built up my confidence, but it also helped vaccinate a ton of people. So it was great. That's fantastic to hear. Now, as a nursing student helping with a flu vaccine clinic, what is it like to be on the other side of it? Yeah, that's a good question because it was interesting sitting there administering it when I have always been in the other position, sitting there being nervous about to get a shot. And yeah, it's funny. It's, it's definitely, you hold a lot of responsibility and I take what I do really seriously. I want everyone to feel comfortable and feel as little pain as possible. And so I, I really took that very seriously and tried to do my best to take care of everyone well and make sure they were heard and make sure it was safe to give them the vaccine. We ask certain questions beforehand if they've ever had any adverse reactions or anything like that, just to make sure that it's safe for them to get it. And if so, then it feels like the right thing to do to help them with, yeah. That's fantastic to hear, because you know, me personally, I am afraid of needles. (laughs) So even talking about needles, you know, I get the icks. Oh gosh. (laughs) And speaking of vaccines, you know, like COVID vaccines, Why did you choose to get vaccinated? Yeah, I think that usually everyone is a little bit afraid of needles. I don't like getting shots. And really, like, it was nerve-wracking for me to give shots in the beginning because I know that's how most people feel about it. But um, I've always chosen to get vaccines because it's really important to protect others. And even before I was, uh, you know, a healthcare worker, it was really important to me because I didn't want to get sick and I didn't want to get my loved ones sick. But... Now I think it's a really different responsibility I hold. I not only am thinking about the loved ones close to me, but all of the people that are my patients and that I'm, you know, interacting with 
on a really regular basis that they are in more acute health situations and possibly one of them getting the flu or getting COVID could could really be devastating. And so I really want to keep that in mind and that's why I've chosen to make sure I'm vaccinated. I also think it's really important to get vaccinated because I'm in school right now and I can't miss an exam. I need to stay focused and be able to study and I don't want to get sick. (laughs) Well, thank you for your safety and for everybody else's safety. I really appreciate it and I'm pretty sure everybody as well appreciates it. Thank you. And now with the work that you do, you know, you have a lot of responsibilities such as uh, vaccinating now. Um, what made you want to do this? Oh, um, I think I really wanted people in these uncomfortable situations to feel cared for and safe. And oftentimes in this world of healthcare, people can be in situations when it, they're at their lowest points, they're at their most afraid. And to be able to be there and provide comfort to them and also care for them um, is really important to me and really valuable. So in a situation like this, you can see that just administering a vaccine when someone's scared, but it can also be seen in other situations too when someone is, you know, really in an acute situation and could die. Well, thank you so much, Lily, for all the work that you do. Um, Congratulate you. Um, And I... Hope nothing but the best for you in your future with the work that you do. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, Just say that everyone should get vaccinated if they can, and it's safe to do. Um, It protects not only others, but it also protects yourself. And um, I really appreciate you having me. Thank you, Elijah. Of course. Thank you, Lily, for coming in today. For Generation Justice, I'm Elijah Cage. Bye-bye. You just heard Tu Recuerdo y Yo by Tobias René, local New Mexico artist. Hello, and welcome to our community calendar. We have some exciting events coming up in Albuquerque and beyond, so let's get started. That's right. The Albuquerque City Council will be hearing a bill to make the Zero Fares program permanent on November 8th. The bus rider team at Together for Brothers is collecting names of folks who are interested in making a public comment regarding the importance of the Zero Fares program. If you'd like to add your name to this list, you can email A-L-T-H-E-A at togetherforbrothers.org. Again, that's A-L-T-H-E-A at togetherforbrothers.org. We'd like to tell you about the 24th Annual Recycle Santa Fe Art Festival. Trash fashion shows, art markets, exhibits, and food will all take place this upcoming Friday, November 10th. This festival takes place at the Santa Fe Community Convention Center at 201 West March Street from 5 to 9 p.m. For more information, visit RecycleSantaFe.org or call 505-603-0558. 
That's 505-603-0558. In honor of the loved ones we have lost, the Dia de los Muertos Festival and Parade will be taking place on Saturday, November 11th. This parade will begin at 12 at the National Hispanic Cultural Center at 1701 Fort Street Southwest. An additional celebration will begin after the parade from 6 to 10, back at the National Hispanic Cultural Center. Join in for the concessions, arts and crafts, connection, celebration of life, and of our lost loved ones. For more information, contact 505-246-2261. That's 505-246-2261. Winter farming is almost upon us. Learn from regenerative farmers the tools and tricks to grow successfully in the winter on Sunday, November 12th from 1 to 3. This event will take place at the Los Poblanos Fields Open Space at 1701 Montano Road, Northwest. Limited space is available, so register at play.cabq.gov or call 505-768-4959. That's 505-768-4959. We hope you've enjoyed this community calendar. Join us next week for more events happening in your community. Our next song is Carina Nuevo by Eva Torres. Igual que en tierra suelta, la humedad penetra. Así penetras tú. Before we end our program, we have an important announcement. It's election time. Please go vote. Last day to vote on important local elections is this coming Tuesday, November 7th. Yes, Elijah. Specifically, City Council Districts 2, 4, 6, and 8, and the Board of Education and School Board Districts 1, 2, and 4 are having local elections. And you can vote November 7th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Absentee ballots are due in the clerk's office no later than 7 p.m. Remember, November 7th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., that's a lot of important sevens, Voting for your city councilor and school board member is important because these people elected will affect our daily lives. For more information on city council, visit cabq.gov vote. And for more information on APS board, go to aps.edu and click on board, then board elections, where you can find your district, the candidates running, and the questionnaire provided to candidates. Again, that's APS.edu. Any eligible voter in New Mexico can register to vote or update their voter registration, and then vote on the same day at their county clerk's office or at any polling location in their county on election day and participating early voting locations. I did research on all the candidates because I want to make sure that I'm voting for candidates that represent my values and needs for my community. 
Remember that November 7th is the last and final date to vote. This is an important opportunity for everyone to engage in democracy by voting for leaders who represent us and provide the quality education we deserve. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this hour of health information. We'd like to thank our guest, Paula Terero from Sacred Spring Reiki Collective, Miguel Williams from Net Medical, and GJ's Community Liaison, Lily Lucal. Tonight's Hour of Radio was produced by Roberta Rael and Barbara Ramirez with production assistance from myself, Sunantita Sutanam, and thank you to our interviewers, Sahen Ruvalgava, Brad Lewis, and my co-host, Elijah Cage. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We cannot do what we do without you. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We cannot do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We're also active on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and follow our playlist on Spotify. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the Annie E. Casey Foundation, the New Mexico Department of Health Infectious Disease Bureau through the Better Together Coalition, the McCune Foundation, as well as Media Justice, the Santa Fe Community Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. Our last song of the night is Song of Bangladesh by Joan Bias. Described by many as a hauntingly beautiful lament over the mindless slaughter of war. I am Sunandita Santanam. And I'm Elijah Cage. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Have a great night, New Mexico. Bangladesh, Bangladesh, Bangladesh. Bangladesh, when the sun sinks in the west, die a million people of the Bangladesh. The story of Bangladesh is an ancient one again made nations stand would say to sacrifice a people for